0: You're listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. Today's short scripture reflection comes from Pastor Ben Stewart. I've talked to so many of you that as discouraging as these days have been, They are calling you to a new season of prayer and revitalization. Oh God, will you change me? Oh God, will you change our culture? Oh God, would you move? And you're seeing what Nehemiah saw. Out of the rubble, a movement is beginning to rise. Out of the difficulty, God is delivering a powerful day. And for many of us, we felt that dislocation is now becoming determination to be a part of God's movement. And you see this with Nehemiah. A once scattered people are now a part of building. That Nehemiah, it started with heartbreak. The city of Jerusalem's in ruins. This was the city that God cared about in the Old Testament strategically. I want this city formed. Why? We find out later in the New Testament, it was because it was there that God wanted to establish a hub because it was the one place on the planet that's the connection of Africa, Europe, and Asia. And there in this strategic location, as the apostle Paul said, at just the right time, God would send forth his son born of a woman born under the law to redeem us, that we would be called the children of God, that he wants to redeem us out of Jerusalem so that there at the strategic hub, the glory of God through the person of Jesus could shine out like rays to the sun. And yet back the story up in Nehemiah's day, this beautiful city lay in ruins, but Nehemiah's heart breaks and his prayers become resolve and perseverance to build. And he rallies a community, and they build together. And as we hit this chapter, now you see that they're feeling a lot of success. And then they run into a principle. Where there's great opportunity, there will always be great opposition. Where you see great opportunity, there will be great opposition. And now in Nehemiah chapter 4 and chapter 6, we'll see Nehemiah hit resistance. And there's different ways we can apply what he's going to run into. We could just talk about it historically. The fact that as Nehemiah got there, there was a government uh, official regionally, Sanbalat, who felt threatened by Nehemiah's new power and so tries to undermine it. And we could just talk about the historical story, which would be a fascinating way to use this time. Or I could apply it to your situation and say, hey, everybody's got haters. Nehemiah had Sanbalat. You got a hater at work. You got a hater online. Here's Nehemiah's way to disarm the haters. And I could do that. But what I want to do is relate this to us spiritually because some of you, you are sensing this is a time of renewal. This is a time of revival for you spiritually, but you got to know where there's great revival spiritually, there will be great adversity. Great movements of God spiritually feel great adversity. Great opportunity brings great opposition. So I want to relate Sanbalat's thwarting or attempts to thwart Nehemiah to Satan's attempts to thwart you and I. As we're growing spiritually, there'll be opposition to the operation because here's the reality. For some of you, you felt this and it's really discouraged you spiritually. You said, man, Ben, my life was a mess but I put my faith in Jesus and I thought that would make life easier. I got God on my side but it's made it harder and I would say, yes because you don't block the guy that can't make shots and basketball, if you're not a threat we're not going to guard you. We may even pull a guard off you and double team this other guy. And spiritually, if you were dead, you're not a threat. The enemy may pull a guard off you and put it on that guy who's waking up every morning, praying over the city that God would move in power. He doesn't need to come after you if you're just waking up trying to get over a hangover. But now if God is reviving you spiritually, you become a threat. To God's enemy, and so the enemy's coming after you. And growth spiritually will be met with growth and adversity, and we gotta know how to handle it. So, as we see the way Sanballat comes after Nehemiah, we're gonna see how Satan comes after us. And when we see Nehemiah respond, we're gonna know how to respond as well. How do you overcome resistance to the renewal? And you see it in verse one it says, Now, when Sanballat heard that we were building the wall, he was angry and greatly enraged, and he jeered at the Jews. And he said in the presence of his brothers in the army of Samaria, what are these feeble Jews doing? Will they restore for themselves? Will they sacrifice? Will they finish up in a day? Will they revive the stones out of the heap of rubbish and burned ones at that? Tobiah the Ammonite was beside him and he said, yeah, what are they building? If a fox goes up on it, he'll break it down their stone wall. What's the first way you'll see opposition to the operation? The enemy will try to diminish it. The enemy will try to diminish you. Notice this isn't an armed assault. He's jeering at them. He's just trying to diminish them. And he does it through these questions, but basically what he's saying is you guys aren't enough. You're not strong enough. Are you really going to build the city again? He calls them feeble. That means lacking strength or agency. It's used in the Bible of a withering plant or people with no hope. You think you can really build your city? Will you sacrifice Back then, cultures were built around a culture of worship. He says, are you really going to resurrect your culture? All your stones are burned. You can't possibly build that. And then Tobiah the brown noser speaks up and says, yeah, if a fox jumped on their wall, he would destroy it. The way it worked back then is if you wanted to overcome a city, you had to besiege it, build siege works to try to break a breach through the wall. And Tobiah says, a fox, a relatively lightweight animal, if he jumped on your wall, he could open up a breach. This is some serious ancient Near East mockery. And so here he begins to jeer at them. And what he's doing is he's diminishing them. You're too weak, the problem's too big. He's trying to get them to give up on themselves. How do you fight being diminished? Well, for me, let me apply this to us. How does that diminishing work for you and I spiritually? This is that just daily discouragement that's coming your way. Some of you know it from a physical sense. Maybe you decided to start working out and what happens to you? As you get a resolve to work out, your alarm goes off one morning and the thought comes in your head, turn it off. Let's go back to sleep. It's not a sophisticated argument, but it's basically telling you, just give up. This is stupid. Other people do this, not you. How do you overcome that diminishing? For many of us, it's going to come at you spiritually. You're going to start trying to pray and just a thought will come to your mind. What are you doing? You don't know what to say. Are you the prayer girl now? Come on, you're the party girl. This is dumb. Are you really trying to read your Bible? You're lost, bro. You don't know what this says. Other people know what it says. This is embarrassing. Are you really going to start showing up at church now, man? Are you the church guy now? What are your bros going to say? They know the real you. They've seen you at the club. The church you is a joke. And the enemy's first assault is going to be to diminish you. Give up. You're not strong enough. How do you face being diminished? You respond by praying and persevering. With prayer and Thanks for listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. And don't forget to rate and review our podcast wherever you stream it. You can also subscribe to the Passion City Church and Passion City Church DC Podcasts for our full messages every Monday.